Wait, you don't get that anymore? No, after 22 years of marriage, those butterflies have left the building. Come on. (laughs) Really? No, I agree. Yeah. Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And today we want to talk about relationship ruts. Most of us, if not all of us, have experienced or maybe will experience in some at some point in our marriage a rut. <laughs> that feeling of being bored, disconnected, maybe even lonely. Mm-hmm. And it can feel different for everyone. It's just that things don't feel as exciting or as fresh yeah. as they used to. Or, or maybe our connection doesn't feel as close as it once did. Right, right. Before we get into that, I, and usually we ask the question at the end of the podcast, but I have a question for us all at the beginning of okay. the podcast today. Let's hear it. And that would be, does anyone have any warning lines in their lives? <laughs> like, you know, like those lines where something goes off in your head and, and it's like this kind of the warning sign to maybe pay attention a little an bit alarm. more. An alarm going off. I have a few of those and I think I've shared some of them on the podcast before about like one line used to be, it'll be fine, you know, and so if I ever say that now, (laughs) I need to stop what I'm doing because it probably won't be fine where that line came from. What two years ago Something I fell off. Like that, I fell yeah. off the roof of our house. <laughs> off but, the ladder. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had set up the ladder on the ice on this makeshift shift deck that we had, and and I said it'll be fine. Yeah. And went up the what ladder. What could go wrong? A ladder put on an icy wood deck. <laughs> what could go wrong? I did not think it through. I thought nothing. You thought it would be fine. I thought it would be fine. <laughs> uh, anyways, what does go wrong is it slips and you fall and you hurt yourself. <laughs> Uh, those are some of the things that could happen. But anyway, I, I have a new line. I have okay. a new warning label, I should call these things. But I say now, well, that's strange. Like, <laughs> that's my new line. If I say, huh, that's strange, that is now a cue for me to maybe stop, pause, <laughs> and then look into why I'm saying that. The other day, I was doing some work on our truck, and there was some corrosion or some uh, coolant that had kind of come out of the top of the radiator. And I went, that's strange. (laughs) But I just closed up the truck and did my thing. Carried on. Carried on. And and then a few weeks later, I'm back trying to, our horn doesn't work in the truck. And so then I'm back in the truck trying to figure out, trying to diagnose some stuff. And as I'm there, and actually had a friend come over and we were working together and he's looking at it. And then, so thank you, Austin, for coming on over and helping me out. But anyways, I grabbed this rubber cord and I'm like, huh, what's this from? And (laughs) our radiator, uh, like the the liquid had come out and had corroded through the plastic and had now the radiator cord was off. The hose was off. Anyways. Oh my. A day, well, a few days waiting for a part to come in, a day of fixing, pulling out a, a new radiator. However, now I can say I know how to exchange or replace a radiator. There you go. In a vehicle. I never yeah. knew how to do that. Yeah. So in the end, maybe, you know, these warning signs are helpful. I also now know <laughs> not to set up a ladder on ice. It reminds me with kids when you teach them the stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> like if you get fire on yourself, you stop, you drop, and you roll. You've got. If you hear in your head, it'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. You stop and yeah. you think. And I if do. you hear, huh, 
That's strange. You stop yeah. and you investigate. Yeah, it's yeah. good. I like it. Yeah, those little, no. those little like little cues. <laughs> yeah, I have a few of them, and it seems to be adding because it'll be fine. I don't say it as often anymore. I, I've replaced it. Uh, and maybe that's the well that's strange uh is what i've replaced it with because i'm sure in the other times i would have looked at it and went it'll be fine you're playing mind tricks on yourself <laughs> yeah yeah but i'm catching on i'm catching on so i don't know if anyone out there relates i don't know if anyone has any warning signs out there anyways i've got some warning signs those are a few of those things that but they also lead to really fun stories yeah and Unfortunately, also maybe some expensive stories because, yeah, yeah that was not a fun fix on the <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not sure if being crumpled after falling off the roof in a pile of moaning and oh, pain was hurt. fun. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Thankfully, I didn't get overly hurt. No, just I'd, bruised and yeah. sore. And... and scolded by the doctor a few weeks later when I finally went to the doctor and said I still had some injuries the doctor started, I still remember her just waving her finger at me. <laughs> no, man, it was so funny. She's but like, I, you should have come in sooner. Oh, she was just, yeah, she was giving it to me. But, yeah. and, and it was fun, like in a in a fun way. She wasn't mean about it. No. Like she was, we were laughing, but she was definitely like mother scolding me uh, <laughs> for not going to the doctor. Yes, and you know what? I had told you, you, you should did. go get checked out you did. weeks before. But yeah. Yeah, I deserved it. It was funny. So it does lead to funny stories. But thankfully, yeah, I didn't get hurt. And thankfully, we noticed it and didn't keep driving our vehicle and overheat, and which leads to more problems. Anyways, warning signs. Yeah, pay attention pay to those thoughts where you're like, huh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah those are two that, that I have. But hey, let, uh, ruts in marriage. That's what we want to talk about today. Now, this it, it's something that we've experienced yeah, we from time to time in our marriage and some ruts they last longer than others and I think over the years we've also learned to recognize them a little bit sooner yeah. and I really think even this topic on the podcast today about ruts is because we've recognized that we were kind of heading into one and and we're like hey what are we going to do how, how can we get out of just the the same old same old and, and so we've been able to recognize them sooner talk about it make a plan but it's tripped us up from time to time where we didn't recognize it earlier on and then that led to some frustrations and some just harder conversations i guess or yeah. right but anyways so that's why we want to talk about it because not only have we experienced, we know couples would have experiences as well. Yeah, and sometimes the rut is is a relationship thing where it's like, okay, we've kind of gotten into that routine. And other times it's a life circumstance mm. that's kind of gotten us in a rut, like too much stress or overscheduled or just mm -hmm. no fun. It's, everything is work and heavy and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So there can be different causes to the ruts mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, But overall... <laughs> I think our, our relationships, they, they will change. They have to change hmm. and mature and grow over time. Right. And so that's not what we're talking about here today, that that, that growing and maturing, that's, that's not um, the kind of thing that we're referring to when we say a rut, mm -hmm. right? Like 
okay, the first time that we held hands, Ooh. right? That that butterflies <laughs> in your stomach yeah. and, and wait, you don't get that sparks. anymore. <laughs> no, after twenty two years of marriage, those butterflies have left the building. Come on, <laughs> really? Yes. No, I agree. Yeah, no. <laughs> but instead, when now when you reach out to hold my hand, it reminds me that after all these years, you still reach for me. You mm. still want me. There's this comfort and security there's a, there's a steadiness mm-hmm. that's there in place of the exciting butterflies and sparks and so yeah. that's just growth and maturing not a rut mm-hmm. and so a rut it's more like that feeling of of being tired of the same old same old feeling like we want something new maybe something exciting in our routine or in our relationship maybe just in life in general Mm. and sometimes it's just that our routine which is and can be really good the routine just is too routine and we need something out of the ordinary to break us free from that same old same old Right. right so ruts they are pretty normal but they don't need to define us mm. and they don't need to be permanent. And and this is a key thing. They do not mean we need a new spouse. Yeah, right, right. So, so true. So since, you know, we've experienced ruts, as I said earlier, we know other couples have experienced ruts as we've talked with couples and just in life in general, talking with people. What are some of the things that we've done to move us out of experiencing these ruts when we've gotten into ruts? What have we done? And even now, as we start to notice them a little bit sooner. So that's what we want to talk about here today is is just our experience with the ruts. And hopefully this will lead to our listeners being able to identify with some of these things. And hopefully it will strengthen their relationship and help move people out of these ruts that we can at times just find ourselves in. And one of I think the first ones that really helps us in, in our relationship is identifying yeah. that we're in a rut. Like being willing and honest to say, Hey, sweetie, like, I, I think, I think I, I'm feeling like a, we're in a rut, you know, having an honest conversation with our spouse, just about what we're feeling or what yeah. we may be perceiving, but really being able to identify it, that has really helped us and being able to identify it and have a safe conversation about it where like, if you bring it to me or I bring it to you, we don't feel attacked, right? Yeah. Like if I bring it to you, I'm not blaming you that we're in a rut or whatever that might be. But it's just like we're identifying like, hey, I, I just feel like we're kind of just doing the same thing. And we're on rinse, repeat or recycle, repeat, whatever the, you know, washing. <laughs> rinse, recycle, repeat. I think that's... I don't know if that's how it goes. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but like we can just get into that. And then sometimes when we identify it and have that conversation, our spouse can then get their back up against the wall or get defensive or things like that. And I think one of the things that's really helped us is identifying it and then having a healthy conversation and not taking it personal. Yeah. Uh, And so validating what the other person is talking about and then working through. So that would be, I think, one of the very first things that really has helped us through this is identifying. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then, you know what? Making positive change, right? Mm. It starts with us. We cannot control our spouse. We can try, but it's not going to have lasting positive effect, <laughs> no, right? And no. so start with ourselves, right? And and really take responsibility for what we're contributing mm. to that rut or to that feeling of, of boredom or, or mm. loneliness or whatever. And there may not be a lot of onus on us in the situation, but we need to do the work to figure it out. There mm. might be, there might not be. But to take responsibility for that, uh, and that can be in the form of our actions, the things we're doing, mm. but it can also just be our attitude, right? Yeah. Are we, is our spouse trying to, you know, say like, hey, let's go do something fun. And we're like, no, I just want to stay home, yeah. right? Like, and, Or we go and we're just humdrum. Yeah. There might be other deeper issues in yes. with that's going on though. Yeah, that for sure. Because if our if if we're not handling our conflict well, mm-hmm. if we're not communicating, if we're not connecting, it's hard to feel like, hey, yeah, I want to go do something fun with you. When there's this bunch of of um, relational yeah. junk yeah, yeah. in between us. Yeah. Well, I mean, just the other night, we took our daughter to an escape room. We went to an escape room, but there was. You know, some miscommunication before we went. <laughs> and there was a possibility where we could have put up walls and just really went and did the escape room, but not have a lot of fun together. Yeah. But we were able to identify the miscommunication, have an honest conversation before, which I then I think really helped us then in that moment yeah. when we went to the escape room to have better attitudes towards each other and the fun that we had. Yeah. And that's something that we've gotten way better at instead of pushing it aside or letting it stew or holding on to that and yeah. being like, you know what? Okay, I'm, I'm going to be upset about this for was, a long time. I was really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I was really good at sweeping things under the rug. So <laughs> it's even. But keeping our accounts current and being yeah. like, no, I want to deal with this right away yeah. so that it doesn't have to sit here and stew. Yeah. And so I think that can make a huge difference yeah. too in helping us to prevent ruts mm. and get out of a rut way quicker because mm. there, there isn't a whole huge pile of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like one thing. And so it's like, okay, well, let's deal with that. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes it's it's not even an action. It could be, you know, a negative assumption. We're, we're expecting the, the worst. We're maybe being really critical. Mm. And we've got a narrative going on in our head that is really negative about our spouse. Mm-hmm. Again, we have to do that work within mm-hmm. ourselves to really pinpoint what is the real issue, right? And then come up with a plan to address that and then let go of the rest mm-hmm. and start thinking differently about our spouse and about our relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another one that we've tried to implement or not try it, we have implemented it. And even within 22 years of marriage, we're still learning new things about each other. Yeah. And that's looked like asking just each other's questions, right? Of what's, how's your heart? What's going on in your life? What, mm-hmm. what's God teaching you? Uh, hey, I've seen you reading this book. What's this book about? What, what are you learning about from it? And, and just getting to know each other on an ongoing basis yeah. has really helped to 
you know, move us through some of these ruts and move us out of like not even feeling like we're in a rut because we continue to learn because we're continuing to change and, and grow as individuals and then be able to share those things with each other. We are not the same as we were when we were teenagers when yeah. we met. Like, <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Eh? Yikes. That, would, that would be scary. But but we have changed and we've gotten to know each other and grow deeper with each other and that has really helped us and can help us in in those ruts and avoiding those ruts is to continue to learn about each other. We've also had to plan for spontaneity. And so <laughs> that sounds weird. And I think we've said it before. Said, uh, but life's busy, yeah. right? Like if, if so we plan don't... to be spontaneous. <laughs> like it sounds like every, counterintuitive. Every time I hear it, I just like, what? Like anyways. But it works because if we just jam our schedule full of stuff, yeah. then there's no time. There's no time to be like, hey, I feel like going and doing this or that. And then it creates that space that you can have something new and exciting mm-hmm. and unexpected happen, mm-hmm. even though you've planned for it, it just makes time for that yeah. so that you're not so burdened by your schedule that there is no time for yeah. anything other than the the to-do list yeah and maybe in that planning for spontaneity you actually don't plan something that this is what we're doing in that moment but the moment is open to go and yeah there's some white space there's some white space there just last night we had some white space and i said at 9 48 (laughs) let's go to a movie the movie started at 9 50 we had two minutes to get going and and get in the car and like let's go and i was in the hot tub when he suggested this (laughs) So, well, I had thought. So my hair was still dripping wet. Yeah. As well, we were buying movie tickets. I was over at my parents' house helping them with something. And I thought about it on the way home, but I was like, ah, we just went to an escape club last night with our daughter. Like, should we do something again tonight? And then I got home and I was still feeling kind of this. This was it. I was feeling like I'm just getting into this rut. Yeah. I'm like, ah. Well, and you've been really busy with a lot of work and a lot, a lot going on. I've got a lot on, on the plate and I hadn't taken time just to rest. And we like movies and that that is, anyway. So, yeah, I gave you no time. <laughs> I walked downstairs. Our son, Kieran, he was talking with his other grandparents. And I'm like, hey, we're going to a movie. Want to go? He's hanging up the phone. He had just popped popcorn and, and had a Pepsi. He's like, what do I do? Anyways, <laughs> but but we didn't plan for it. But it was a lot of fun. And we got yeah. to the movie. We did miss the trailers, which really hurts. But, you know, I was able to get we'll over survive. it. We'll survive. Yeah, but, but it... I even said walking out, and I've even said it this morning. I said, I just feel different. Like the fact that we just got out and it wasn't planned and we just went and did something. Yeah. I even said after and this morning, like, oh, I just feel lighter. I, yeah. I just feel better that we just went and did that out of nowhere. No planning, no nothing. So planning for spontaneity it works it did it, it, it does work it, it does work some other things that we've done over the years is to find a shared hobby together yeah and we've been we've had different hobbies and and that's okay too we can have those different hobbies in relationships we're not saying to to not do those things because that can also bring a different you mean individual yeah sorry okay. yeah yeah we can have our individual hobbies but we've also found having shared hobbies has been really helpful for us yeah and to find those things and to make 
En-roads or dialing it up and dialing it down as because we may approach things differently. We've yeah. shared about the disc golf or just golfing in general where you're like, I will go. I just don't want to do the whole 18 holes. And it's like, okay, so let's do something less. Those types of things. And so yeah. we've really found shared hobbies has, has been really helpful. And we know other couples that have really, this has benefited them as well. One couple does ballroom dancing yeah. and they've really enjoyed it over and over and, and got to learn how to do it and at fir- first it was kind of like ah do we want to do ballroom dancing but they have found so much excitement and, and and growth in that we also know another couple that went to a pistol club and started shooting pistols at targets and they just loved what it did in their relationship and brought them together yeah. and Anyways, so there's so there's a lot of things that we could do. We just have to do the work of finding that shared hobby. But that could really be helpful. Yeah, and it, actually, it has helped us. Yeah, and whoever we're having fun with, whoever we're making memories with and laughing with and enjoying each other's company, we're going to grow closer with that person. Yeah. And so it's so important that we have things where we can do that as a husband and wife. Yeah. And also with friends, right? Mm. Like friends add a new excitement <laughs> yeah. and just, just another... Um, aspect to mm-hmm. life. We we were made for relationship mm-hmm. by God. He he intended it that way that we would have relationship with Him, but also with other people. Right. And so we taking the time to invest and to have people over or plan to do something mm-hmm. that can help so much in getting us out of the rut of just feeling bored. And it's it's just good for us yeah. to have friends as as couples, as families, but also as individuals, yeah. and uh, to be investing in those as well. Yeah, and it can remind us of our 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 past. It can remind us of things that have happened in our relationship. Just the other night, we had a couple over, and they have two young kids. And <laughs> I was just, when they're leaving, like, man, I I like I don't miss those busy busy <laughs> years. Like they're just our kids are not as like our kids are busy, but they're. They're Older. independent. They're independent <laughs> where these kids were not independent and like everything is just like danger. Yeah, and... you just try your goal when they're little like that is to just make sure they don't kill themselves. Yeah, don't get hurt. <laughs> Anyways, but it was a lot of fun and it brought back a lot of memories even of our raising our kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think another thing that can really help is making sure that we're taking care of ourselves. And I know mm. this was something I struggled with is like, because it feels selfish mm. to be like, no, I'm I'm going to take an hour and read a book. Yeah, yeah. Right? There, it, there's a fine line of trying oh, there to is. work that out. Because if, if that's taking over all of your time and a huge chunk of your finances, if it's not balanced, it mm. can become really unhealthy, self-indulgent, even narcissistic when it's all about us. Mm-hmm. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about having those things in your life that fill you up, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that's maybe having some quiet time where you can read. Some people love to have a bath. Others mm-hmm. love to go for a walk by themselves. Go golfing. Yeah. Play on a sports team. Yeah. Right. As long as I, and I always say this, like as long as it's agreed upon by both. Right? Yeah. Like we're understanding why we're doing this and it isn't robbing each other of our time, but it is actually making this relationship healthier, not diminishing it or. Yeah. And that's where I think the balance is so important because mm-hmm. if, if we're spending like the golf example, if we're spending whatever, six hours on the golf course and we're only seeing our families two hours in yeah. a week, yeah. obviously that's unbalanced. Right. Right. And so we do need to figure that out um, to, to again, make sure that it's, it's in a healthy way, but we also do need mm-hmm. to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now this next one, it can be 
one of those things that you think, that doesn't sound very romantic. <laughs> but scheduling or planning time for sexual intimacy, mm. that can really help too. If we're feeling mm -hmm. like we are, you know, maybe friends or even roommates working towards some common goals, mm -hmm. but we've kind of let our sexual intimacy slide away a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because again, the schedule mm -hmm. is so busy. Yeah scheduling time for that can make a huge difference because then we've carved out time mm -hmm. and we we both know it we both are going to protect that and make sure that we invest in that time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it, it just can help to get things back on track if that's part of what's contributing to the to the rut mm -hmm. And so then we can also be like you know what tonight we've we've carved out time and so maybe to spend that time to be flirty or playful or mm -hmm. anticipating mm -hmm. that time that we've got set aside can make such a difference because if we're exhausted it's hard mm -hmm. to have a really good healthy sexual relationship mm -hmm. or if we're too busy or too stressed yeah. or you know all those things yeah. and so scheduling or planning for that can make a huge difference yeah and just going even back to the comment that you talked about being able to be flirty in that moment it actually allows us to be flirty in other moments as well because if this is an area that is just a little maybe there's some difficulties in in the relationship from it then we can't be playful and flirty in other areas or 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 like it's like oh they're being flirty and playful because they're wanting and pursuing sex but if it's like no we're trying to just be flirty and playful in our relationship because it's fun and and it creates that desire and, and those types of things if if we're like you know we know we're whatever having sex on thursday or monday or whatever it is <laughs> then those other times that we're being flirty there's not a hidden agenda inside there yeah. so that's where like the planning there there's a lot we could share on the planning actually you know what come to a weekend getaway there is a whole section <laughs> that we talk about with the physical oneness and some of it we do talk about scheduling and the benefits of that or you know there's also the together for good video series with family life canada that you can rent uh, go to our website and you can watch those videos because it really unpacks what's scheduling and, and why that can help and what's going on in that. So there, there's yeah. some... And too. sometimes the scheduling, again, because for some people, a schedule feels burdensome, mm -hmm. but it can help break you out of that rut mm -hmm. and set a new pattern. And so then you don't have to continue doing it all the time. And, and right. that's what happened for us. We, right. we did need to schedule for a while because yeah. things were so busy. Mm -hmm. But then once we got back on track... We didn't need to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. It just broke us out of the rut so that we could be free, free. and spontaneous again. But it just helped us deal with some of those issues. But mm -hmm. also in the area of sexual intimacy, checking are, are we being good friends, right? Are we connecting emotionally and spiritually? And that can make a huge dis difference in our, our sexual desire mm -hmm. for one another. Because if, again... There's a bunch of relational junk in between mm -hmm. us that can really affect our sexual intimacy, which can, again, push us into one of those ruts where mm -hmm. we're just feeling bored or disconnected or even lonely. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. So again, come to a weekend getaway, check out Together for Good. Those will help. Super helpful. Super helpful in those, those areas. Another thing that's really helped us, and we know this has helped other couples too, is expressing gratitude yeah. uh, for each other, saying thank you, giving thoughtful gifts, praising them in front of family and friends, and not like in this over, yeah. like, you're so amazing. <laughs> it's got to be genuine. Yeah, yeah, you got to mean it. But you know what? I think sometimes... Like, not only do we withhold things like the negative things from our spouse, but we can also withhold positive comments. And we're like, ah, oh, well, I forgot to say that. Or uh, or the moment moved on. Like, like the, we can also have positive withholds in the relationship. Whereas if we can express gratitude, saying thank you for the meal, sending a text of gratitude to our spouse throughout mm. the day, you know, brainstorming and thinking of gifts for them if they love to receive gifts. And like for yourself, I could brainstorm and think of gifts, but you also want to know the reason why. And so then I need to also present the reason why behind that gift. But that is also showing gratitude to you when I can present that why. And here's what made me think of you in this moment to buy this for you. And I really appreciate what, you know, ever kind of fill in that blank for your relationship but expressing gratitude can really help in the area of of moving through these ruts and then it also helps in those other areas of having conversations with each other but expressing gratitude uh, has been really helpful for us whatever you focus on that's where your mind is going to be and so if we're focused on just the issues of what's what's dragging us down or what's not quite right that's all we're going to think about whereas if we start focusing on what we can be grateful for it doesn't change that maybe there's some issues we need to deal with Mm -hmm. but it, it it helps us to see it's not all bad there is some good things and we can, you know, cultivate those things and work on those things and express those things and then also still deal with the other issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in, in, in doing that too, making an effort, right? It, mm. And it just makes such a difference to say, I see you, I know you. Uh, I love you and I want you to know that. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge thing. One of the ways I think that we've expressed that is figuring out what the other person likes and then trying to invest in that. Mm, and yeah. so... And we've done that with our kids too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think we've talked about that on the podcast. Mm. And so going to a sports game live or yeah. something, you really enjoy that. It's not my favorite thing, but I do Wait, enjoy what? it. <laughs> but I make an effort, right? And and go and have a good time. And and you do the same in, in the things that I like. And so figuring that out and then investing in one another can make a big difference too in helping us get out of that rut. Right, yeah. And there's also setting short-term relationship goals uh, together, right? Like, again, identifying we have a rut, but then what are we aiming for as a couple? And then are we doing the things that are going to get us there? This can be anywhere from, you know, we want to make sure that we have a date night once a month or a marriage meeting is what we call them or a coffee where we're going to talk about things that are going on in our lives and talk about things that are going on in our marriage. Maybe we set that up, you know, every week or or on a biweekly thing and, and, and we're even going to review the goals that we're aiming for in our relationship and are we, the things that we're doing, are we is it leading us to our goals as a relationship or is it leading us away from those things? And so I just think setting short-term goals together as a couple and then being able to review them and have honest conversations about how that's going can be really, really helpful, yeah, super uh, helpful. through those ruts. Yeah. Another thing that can really kind of 
get couples stuck in a rut is screen addictions Mm. or just unhealthy screen use or habits. And there's some research that is proving that having too much screen time or just getting stuck in that suddenly we're looking for that next hit of dopamine from a screen. Mm. Whereas we were created to be in relationship, like we've already talked about, and instead of enjoying other people, we just get stuck enjoying our screen, Mm. right? Whether that's a game or social media or likes or whatever it is. But uh, having healthy boundaries with how much screen time we're using can be super helpful. It can be hard at first, just yeah. like with anything. Like if, if we've got a bit of like a sugar addiction, <laughs> the first few days, if you try to cut out sugar, it can be really hard because <laughs> all you want is sugar. It is weird how that, like it's like your body knows. Yeah, yes. And well, because it's used to having That's those true. hits, right? And so the first few days might be really hard, but setting some healthy boundaries Mm. and then replacing that screen time with something else that you really enjoy can make a huge difference in in just helping us get out of those ruts. Mm -hmm. And so if there's any couples out there that are, you know, experiencing ruts or have experienced ruts or want to maybe help prepare not to end in or enter into ruts. <laughs> I'm trying to list off as many as I can think of here <laughs> going through. I also think though, like, again, one of the things that has helped us and it helps couples is to celebrate the progress, like yeah. celebrate as we're like, Hey, we are putting some of this stuff into practice and this is helping us. And it is moving us through, through to not enter ruts or it's moving us through the, you know, that same old, same old thing as we're going through it. So celebrating that progress. And we've said this a few times throughout the podcast and we started it was the number one thing too with identifying it, but really being able to have an open and honest conversation about the way we're feeling and the way we're seeing. Mm-hmm. And I think too, so someone may hear us say that, right? But it's like, but what does that look like? And that's something I always like as as I listen to people speak and I, as I read things or whatnot, I'm always trying to think through in my mind like, but what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And I really like the speakers that can help you understand yeah. and, and, and bring you into like, what does that look like? And so for us, hopefully we've been able to kind of bring some of that throughout the podcast of some of the, what these honest conversations and being able to communicate and understand what's going on. But is there anything else? Like, what would we, what can we say to help that couple that's, or that person that's sitting there on the other end of the listening here and saying, but what does that look like? Like, what is this only community? Like, what, yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? I think something that helped us a lot was we were intentional in saying we need to fix our relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we yeah. are we are broken. Yeah. And so we, we had a common understanding that if somebody brought something up, it was for the good of the relationship. Yeah. It wasn't... The goals of the relationship. Exactly. Setting those goals and being like, we need to fix this. The yeah. only way we're going to fix it is by identifying and addressing and working towards right. some new patterns and habits and ways of communicating and dealing with our conflict and getting our sexual relationship back on track and and our spiritual relationship and our emotional connection, all those things. And so we kind of set the stage to say, we're going to engage when there's something going on, instead of pulling back, instead of, Mm -hmm. of withdrawing, we're going to engage. And Mm -hmm. so we both knew not that it was always easy and not that we always did it right or even well, right? 
it was that reminder of no we we both are wanting better we both yeah. want more mm-hmm. from our relationship and so we're that's going to take work mm-hmm. i think that made a huge difference right. because we were both understanding that versus feeling like we were just attacking one another yeah yeah i think too when it came to learning this and navigating these conversations there was also this extension of grace towards each other of like saying oh I messed up again. I'm sorry. Like I am trying to work on these things. I am trying to notice them. And also you're right. I did give you permission to bring these things forward. We did agree that we would bring these things forward and have these honest conversations. And that really helped us to be like, no, wait, we agreed on this. Remember, like this is what we're aiming towards. Oh, right, right, right. So I think just those were two definitely things that really helped us uh, in terms of like, what does this look like? Yeah. It was, was entering into what we agreed on and, and going after those. Yeah. So a yeah. couple questions to maybe help you critically think or process this. Mm-hmm. What's helped you in times when you feel like you are stuck in a rut? What's one thing that you can do to help prevent a rut in your marriage? Mm-hmm. And I mentioned the family life weekend getaways earlier in the show. And today we want to end the show once again by sharing with you the summer special that's happening right now with Family Life Canada's weekend getaways. If you're married, we want to encourage you with this. There's more. Whether you're in a great season, a rough patch, or feeling a little disconnected, there is a path to more closeness and joy in your relationship. So please join us at a Family Life Canada Weekend Getaway Marriage Conference. You've got 10 to choose from at breathtaking locations across Canada starting this fall and into next spring. Right now, our summer special is on the lowest rate of the year to register or give this to friends or family, but only until July the 23rd. To learn more, head over to FamilyLifeCanada.com. Your marriage is so worth it. This low price is ending soon, so if you haven't already done so, sign up today and take advantage of this great low price. And remember to come and say hi if we're at the event that you happen to come to. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us, and we will talk with you next week. Bye.